Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela. And I'm Lori. And today, we are going to leave it all on the table. That's right, Lori. A couple of weeks ago, we discussed underrated brands that you should incorporate into your reselling business. And today, we're telling you all about the hyped up overrated brands. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely need a disclaimer for this episode, right? (laughs) Um, This is just our opinion. And these brands that we're mentioning may sell really well for you. Uh, We are just sharing our experience. And even between the two of us, the experiences are slightly different. So we're going to share our experience with some popular brands you may have heard of. We encourage you to drop a comment to us on Instagram and let us know your thoughts on any overrated or underrated brands you come across for your selling, for your reselling business. Yes. And as always, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> okay. We'll see you at the table. Gosh, I, feel I, like, I feel like we need to say that. Like, it is for entertainment purposes. What we say here is not like you have to follow it 100%. Because, right. I mean, we've been reselling for a few years each. Yeah. We both have some experience with it. We both have different tastes in some situations. Mm-hmm. I find it fascinating to hear like what's on people's like bolo list and their nolo list because you know, there are things that people won't touch with a 10 foot pole. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I love picking up that brand. And then other people will say, Oh, I love selling this. I'm like, Oh gosh, no, you couldn't (laughs) give that to me. So I think, so I I do think it's entertaining. You know what I mean? It is Um, a different perspective. And Lori and I were just saying this before we started recording, like East coast overrated, overrated brands are very different than maybe West coast or people in the Pacific Northwest, or, you know, it just, it varies depending on where you live. Yeah. And, or what even is accessible to us right. because um, the, the brand that we mentioned specifically before we pressed record was show me your moo mm-hmm. And we laugh because we never, ever, ever find show me your moo in the Northeast. And I know it's a huge brand in, you know, in the South. And I believe based on resellers that I have seen who pick it up, you know, I know empty hanger used to pick it up all the time in Atlanta, Georgia, um, and I hear about people finding it there. It's just not something you find. And I remember I found it here and it was one of the pieces that you, it was the robe that's oh, in one Fab of those boxes. Fun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I had five comments. That's a Fab Fit Fun. That's not, you know, that's $10. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. I'm so excited. I've been looking for show me your move for years. So yeah. So it, it's all about location. It's all about the vibe of your closet, the clientele that you have built. So yeah, we're just going to share some of this stuff you know, and, and more discussion of of our thoughts. And a lot of the brands that we, we are going to share, I think it's the clothing that we struggle with mostly on a handful of these brands um, and shoes and handbags. will we still like, yeah, I agree. When I was, when I was creating this list, I was like, well, I still do sell shoes and handbags. It's really just the clothes and maybe it's specific categories of clothing too. So we're definitely going to mention categories within these brands because we can't just give a blanket like, don't pick this brand up or it's overrated for us, but it's sometimes not overrated depending on the category. So I think that is important. There are exceptions to every role. Um, and so, yeah, it, this is just like a fun discussion. And we were saying that you know, I see a lot of people being excited about Farm Rio and Spell, and those are just things that I am not seeing at the thrift store. I wish we were. 
You have found one spell dress, correct? Yes, one and probably the only one that I will ever find. No, I did. I, I looked at I was and I had to do like I looked at it three times. I was like, but is this really spell or is this yeah. a fake? Because it's just not something that you find here. And I've never held it in my hands. I've never actually physically seen it. I've seen pictures online. Mm-hmm. Um, and you always second guess it because you're like, I don't know, is this really it? And I mean Love it Shack is. Fancy is another oh, one. Oh, that's another one. Yeah. I love oh, Shack you know, Fancy. I see all these now. Johnny was Love Shack Fancy, um, Spell. I don't know if I've seen Spell at TJ Maxx, but these are all things that I'm starting to see at TJ Maxx. Yeah. And I feel like once we start seeing them at TJ Maxx, it's like, even this was the way with Veronica Beard. I'd never seen Veronica Beard in a thrift store. Now I see it at TJ Maxx. I've only found it out thrifting. Well, I found it thrifting once and once at an estate sale. That's still a rare piece to find at the thrift mm-hmm. store in where I shop at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but these are the brands that, you know, three years ago, the names that we're going to mention today, like Frame, for example, we can start with Frame. That was something that was really on my list. Like I yes. was always on the hunt for frame. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I still pick it up, but it's not like that feeling, you know, and it, it has to be good, you know, now. So why don't we start with that? What are your thoughts on frame? I see I, that you wrote here, you leave it behind 90% of the time, unless it's I do. under $5. I leave it behind. If it's under $5, I will pick it up and I'll send it to the real, real. There are very rare occasions that I will list it myself. Like if it's a really um, popular style, because every brand has like a, a popular style, whether it's a high rise jean or maybe it's got a certain distressing to it that people always look for. Maybe it's worn by a celebrity and, you know, people are looking for it. But when you're doing your Google search and you see all this. So right. um, it's got to be really unique for me to list it myself because I learned <laughs> very early on that, yes, this was like a bolo for me, especially two years ago. I was like, I, I, I will die the day I find frame. And now I find mm-hmm. it all the time. And I just look at it and I'm like, meh. Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't move for me. And if it does, it's very rare that I could get more than $40 for it. Um, go back two years ago, I was getting 70, 80. Like, the, it was just very different. And is it an oversaturation thing? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's more common because it isn't TJ Maxx now. And maybe it's something that people are, it's circulating more. So I don't know. I don't Hold know. On one second. What's up, Ann? I'm recording for the podcast. How are you? What's up? You good? <laughs> my son's home from school. He's not, he's not used to my Sunday night routine yet. <laughs> uh, <it's all> right. <laughs> no, it's true. And the other thing I think with a brand like Frame is I just don't know many people spending $275 on right. jeans. And that is the retail. So some of the, just the retail price tags on some of these jeans are just astronomical for your average person. And if they're going to spend that much money, I, I don't know. If they're going to spend that much, I, I don't know. I, would I personally spend that much in a pair of jeans? No. Have I spent $100 or $120 in a pair of jeans? Yeah, I have. But to go over that, like the 150 plus mark, it would have to, I mean, I don't know. I mean, everybody has a, has a different price that they're willing to pay. Right. Like I found a pair of mother jeans, um, but they were, they were the old tag. They weren't the white tag on the outside. Um, They were just an old pair of mother jeans and they were straight leg. They weren't quite skinnies, but they were straight legs, but they were a size 29. So I grabbed them. 
they were $6.99 and they sold in a bundle this week. Um, but that's, that's a uh, mother doesn't always move like super, super fast, yeah. not super fast. They're great. I, I personally love mother jeans. I have a pair, um, but they're slowing down too. That's not quite the excitement. And I still have never found girlfriend jeans. Neither have I, that is on my list. And for me that I think that's still a, I don't think that's an overrated brand. I think girlfriend jeans uh, redone. I think that redone, is definitely not either. overrated. It's very, I don't know if they're overrated cause I've never sold them. So yeah, I, I really don't know. <laughs> me neither, but I feel like they're so hard to come by at least around here that it's still one of those things where like, I, I feel like there's still a market for it. The one brand I didn't put on here is because I don't have much experience with it, but I have three pieces that haven't moved and that's McGuire jeans. And I know people I say that them. they, that they do really well. I have mm -hmm. three pairs and I can't seem to move them. They're just sitting around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. Denim's interesting. It's an interesting category. And then freaking Levi's boom, boom, boom. I know you gold. can't keep it in. You can't keep yeah, it in. Like that. Levi's are currently my favorite jeans to pick up. Yeah, me too. As soon as I see them, I'm like, okay, because you have to learn about Levi's though, because there's so many different kinds and yes. there's so many vintage types of Levi's that people really want the orange tab and all these different numbers that are associated with them. So, I mean, that could be a whole episode on itself. Like that would be fun. learning about we Levi's. Do that. Maybe we could do a Levi's one because I've, I've done a little bit of research on them, but 501s are a safe bet. Wedgies, rib cage, 560s, mm -hmm. all good. Um, and vintage, you know, yeah. and I'm sure I'm missing some. I picked up the, the 751 or the 721 high rise skinny. Mm -hmm. um, I think th there's still a market for those. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, Levi's are my favorite jeans right now. And they're so old school classic, you know, all yeah. these fancy brands. Maybe that's why some of these other brands are cooling off because Levi's are so big right now. It could be. I mean, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Levi's is so hot. And so are any vintage style jeans. So Lee jeans, like anything, Tommy Hilfiger jeans, um, any of those, Calvin Klein, all the vintage style jeans are what people are really looking for. So maybe the frame, the AG, you know, Adriana Goldschmidt jeans that were hot two years ago. And now when I look at them, I just want to run because they yeah. don't sell for me. Yeah, well, I have a hard time with those as well. Yeah, I don't know. And we could run, we could have the same episode this time next year. It'd be totally different. Completely different list. And that, that's the thing about fashion. We say it all the time. I mean, it, you are always dealing with moving parts, always. Mm -hmm. It's kind of fun and kind of frustrating. It's, <laughs> as yeah, a reseller. I mean, it's fun because you're constantly learning about mm -hmm. new brands and um, the way the market is changing. But it's also super frustrating because you're picking up these brands and all of a sudden in two weeks, they're not the cool thing anymore and no one's looking for them and they're sitting and then what do you do? You can liquidate it down to, you know, what you paid for it sometimes and you still can't move it. It's like one of those things. And then, but then you could send it to thread up and they'll sell in two seconds. So it's like, you know, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Or sit and get sent back to you. Oh, do that too. <laughs> Uh, that's the other thing too. Um, let's, let's go through, we have two more, um, denim. So we might as well just go through the denim first. Sure. Um, sure. So the one I put on here was one teaspoon jeans, which was like, for me, I couldn't wait to get my hands on a one mm -hmm. teaspoon distressed pair of jeans. And it took me two years to find mm -hmm. them. And then I finally found them and they sat forever. And I think I sold them for like $35. And I have one pair that I haven't even listed yet that's sitting in my pile. I got their brand new with tags. So I'm hoping that because they're brand new with tags, maybe they'll sell better. But I feel like 
those were really cool and everyone wanted them. And now I just don't think people really look for one teaspoon anymore. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I don't know. I have, it's, a question. It's I, I have a question for you. Do you think that the reason that some of these, like one of the brands on here that we're going to talk about um, that's on my list it's a brand that, you know, you're excited about. So do you think it's just that we price it super high because it's such a bolo and then we find it and then it sits forever, but we also have it priced at 70, 80, 90, a hundred dollars. I'm sure that can play a part in it, but then yeah. we, we would also, so here's the other thing too. We would also probably receive offers for the lower of what it's actually worth. That's a and good point. Um, cause I find that happens sometimes. Like there's certain things that I'm like, oh, this is super hot. It will sell for $50. And then I'm getting offers for 25 and $30. And once I start receiving one, two, three offers, you know, at that price point, I'm like, all right, like you're a jerk, just sell it for the 30, like you're not going to get 50 for it. Right. So right. yes, that does happen. Um, I just, or maybe the market isn't Poshmark because that is our main platform. So maybe the market isn't Poshmark and maybe it's a different platform because I think that plays a part in this too. So maybe we should say disclaimer, these seem to be overrated for us in terms of Poshmark because that's our main selling platform. These might be better on eBay or Mercari or Facebook marketplace. Like there's so many places to sell now. So So I've only sold one pair of one teaspoon and I picked them up at the yellow tag sale at TJ's. So I've never found them thrifted. So Newworth Tag, um, they were distressed black um, denim shorts and they sold for $50, but they okay. were Newworth Tag. So, I mean, you know, and I, but I, I probably paid 10 or 15 for them. Yeah, so, so that's what we have. I paid 10 and they're brand new with tags and they're, um, they're a button fly. They're high rise. There's no distressing. They're more of like a, a mom style jean. So I'm hoping that that style yeah, be better. They sound nice to me. Yeah. So we'll see. So I, I have it on my overrated, but I'm also slightly hopeful that maybe this specific pair that I have might do well. I think style definitely plays a part in all of this too. Going yeah. back to frame, frame a lot of times has like um the, what do you call it? When it's pulling in like the crotch area. Yes. It gets that the material gets all funky. I feel like frame mm-hmm. gets that a lot. Good American can get like- Page is the worst, I think. Which one? Page. Oh yeah, Page. Hudson, like they kind of, they all, once they're worn, like they look rough. Um, I also think it was that era of jeans that uh, everybody was into jeggings and like that super, super stretch. And now I think the more um, organic cotton, less uh, spandex. So I don't think we're going to see quite as much of that puckering in the jeans that are popular now. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's just less spandex in general for that. I think that was kind of a sign of the times with what was popular too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, the last jean brand we're going to mention is Rag and Bone. And for me, I, I passed on two pairs yesterday. Um, most of the time when I'm finding Rag and Bone, it's low rise in the thrift store. Once mm-hmm. in a while, I'll find a high rise, but it's rare. It's usually low rise. Again, it's got puckering. Um, so it's not really a favorite of mine. If it's five dollars and below, though, I will send it to the real real. I'm going to throw that out there because I do take it. So yeah, you have such a system with that. Um, I wish. Yeah, I'm looking like I have some frame jeans, size 26. They're the lace skinny, okay, you know, yeah. which is mm-hmm. one. Um, they're they're not moving. Um, you know, what's funny is my good Americans. They're a size 22. I have them priced at ninety dollars. They're new with tag not moving, no offers, nothing. Um, which is interesting. You have okay. to price them down a little. Good yeah. America has lost its value. And it's sad. I, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's not like on this list as far as um, overrated, but it is a little overrated. It's a little overrated. And I know they're favorites of yours. Um, I love but I mean, some of my personal favorite jeans are Old Navy. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're going to have that on the list. Um, I'm just scrolling through here to see if anything. But yeah, I have another pair of frame, another lace skinny, $50. Rag and bone. Nope. Yeah. Hudson, Page. These are all currently in my closet. Yeah. Hudson, another pair of page, another pair of rag and bone. Oh my gosh. Now I'm embarrassed. This is so funny. Should I just pull all of them? You can Daniela? pull rag and bone. You can pull frame. You can pull current Elliot. You can pull. Um, I don't know about Hudson and page. I've never tried. I mean, you can try to send it and see if they take it, but I don't think they will. Um, but those three current Elliot frame and rag and bone, I would just send them. They're going to sell for 50 bucks. You're going to make $16, whatever. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's one of those things where if it's not moving, that's why if it's $5 or less and I'm, I'm going to send it in, I'm going to double my money plus a little. So I'm just going to, yeah, I'm just going to take it, you know? Um, cause a part of me, and this is maybe just the reseller mentality is like, when you see things that are priced that low at like that 499 mark or lower and you're like, well, I have to get this, even if I'm not going to sell it myself, isn't it's like this, I can't turn it off. It's like, well, I can't just leave it here on the shelf. I got to take it home with me and send it in. Like you I have a system that you know works. I mean, have you no. ever had a pair of those jeans sent back to you? No, never. See, I mean, then that that's, that's something. I mean, I know you've sent a ton to the real real. I've sent all of those jeans to the real. I, I don't think I have any, I have no frame. Nope. I don't have any frame left. And, um, I don't have any current Elliot. I don't have any of that. I do have a pair of AG jeans that I picked up recently at, um, the thrift store. They were new at tag. Um, mm -hmm. I have no, in, no one has any interest in them and I have them priced pretty high, but I'm hopeful because it is a newer style. Um, it is a style that is still in Nordstrom. So I'm hoping like, yeah. you know, and then, like I said, there's always exceptions to all this, right? So you should half price all those jeans just and see what happens and see what happens and then pull them. I'm, I'm starting, this is like total side note. Um, but I'm going to do an experiment on my channel, um, kind of influenced by, you know, the guy who like sold a piece of sand and kept reselling it until he bought a Tesla on YouTube. I don't know if it was sand. It was something yeah, ridiculous, yeah. like a plastic fork or something you started with. And he kept flipping it. So, you know, I really struggle with the real, real. I, I struggle with my motivation sending stuff out. I struggle with Amazon as well. And I think what it is, it's filling those boxes and getting them out the door. I think that is my bottleneck where I'm struggling because I have the stuff. I've even processed stuff and it sits. I want to keep, I want to see how much money it will cost me to buy a Chanel boy bag. This is my, this is my thought. I had this. I love it. So like, if I just look at these jeans, right. So I want to send only thrifted items. Mm -hmm. um, I think my first batch might be just what's hanging around my house, but from yeah. here on in, like once a month, do a, like, this is what I spent and see how much money it will take me to just send everything to the real, real, and just keep recycling that money until I hit like five grand and I can buy a boy bag. That's perfect. Isn't that a fun experiment? Yes. Well, yes, because you get a Chanel at the end of it. 
<laughs> yes, but I could also put $5,000 in my bank account too. You could do that too, but a Chanel is just, I mean. But I just think it's kind of fun because I, I guess what I'm doing is I'm hanging a carrot in front of me because obviously yeah. the money is not motivating me right now because I'm not sending stuff to the real real. And so I'm like, well, maybe this would be a fun experiment, track it and see how much money I actually spend to keep recycling and get that credit. I mean, they send, they cut you a check though, or can you keep a credit with them? I don't, I think there's a way for you to keep the credit. I don't, I've never done credits. I know Jack has done credits. Um, I don't. Do you get more of a percentage if you do credit? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's the same. Um, I honestly don't know the answer to that. I'll have to look into it. But I know Jack has done credits before to buy stuff. I just always cut me a check. I want the checks coming home. I just want to keep seeing it build and then say like, okay, well, I spent $1,000. You earn an extra 5% with site credit. Ah, Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. So I, that that's my new project after I do my thrift across New England, which starts either tonight, if I want to launch it really late tonight or tomorrow morning. Um, but once I'm done with this series, that's my next one. And I'm very excited about it. I love it. Um, I'm just looking right here. So I sent in a pair of frame mid-rise straight leg jeans to the real real two weeks ago, and they listed them last night and they already sold 50 bucks. Oh. So I get 16. That's fine. You know, you just have to. So here's another example. And this brand is on our list as well. Mark Jacobs. Okay. This is a Mark by Mark Jacobs dress. It was so cute. I loved it. It was like scalloped. It was so pretty. I was like, this is for sure going to sell. This is going to sell. Someone's going to buy this on Poshmark or eBay. It sat for almost Mm -hmm. a year. I sent it into the real world. This just shows you like what the market value really is. Um, it, so it, they listed at 50 bucks and it sold 50 bucks. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. It sold for, it was listed $50. It sold for 25 Ooh. and I made 10, I paid Ooh. five. So Ooh. I doubled my money, but that just shows you like, but see, when I see that, I just think to myself, I mean, I should have just listed the dress for 30 20, bucks. Right. And then made the 20, but I, I never received offers on this dress. Nothing. And I relisted it three times. And do you like heavily discount it? Not, not to turn this episode into the real real, but um, <laughs> do you heavily discount it before you pull it? Um, I wouldn't not say really. I heavily discount it. I will send aggressive offers mm-hmm. um, that would then maybe entice someone to send me something a little bit lower if they wanted to, that I would take. I always go with like, when I send aggressive offers on certain things or I'll do it on closet clear out, I'll mark it down to the lowest that I'll absolutely take. And if it's still sitting after that, gone it needs to go and i'll cut my losses if i have to um yeah like just scrolling through my denim i mean uh, half of these the list half of the denim that's on my list is just sitting there but i also have it priced at 50 60 dollars so maybe if i just drop everything 50 percent for the maybe i'll do that on um memorial day but yeah interesting yeah i gotta get that bag you gotta get that bag. That's right. I mean, this would be a great video. I'm just gonna come over and I'm just gonna pull all your things. That would be really good, mm-hmm. but it will give me anxiety. I know it will because I'm just gonna throw everything in a box. <laughs> Honestly, that's what Mira did for Throw It Up yeah. for me. You need to just throw everything in a box. Well, if it makes sense, right? Like if you're gonna lose thirty dollars, well then it makes no sense, right? There has to be some type of system with it. And I, I have to do the same thing. Some things I can't send because I paid up $13, 14 and well, if I send it, I'm going to make nothing. So 
Yeah. It's so frustrating. Like I get mad. I get really mad. So it has to be stuff that I'm not attached to or that I'm not willing to just, I mean, I guess with all of it, if I, if I know you're coming, <laughs> you have to give me a warning uh-huh. <laughs> and I'll put I all those. You don't want me to put in a box. Then we'll be good to go. Just yeah. Put- or I'll just mark them all down before you come. That's I'll price it. them all 50% off. I'll give them a week. Mm-hmm. And then I'll say, okay, Daniela, these have sat for a year and a week at 50% off and you right. can take them. I mean, the most important thing, and then we'll move on, um, is your cost of goods. That's right. really what it comes down to. Because if you are only paying five, $6 and you know, you're going to make, let's say the low end 16 or mm-hmm. 10, right? Cause that can happen ooh, ooh. 10 for something. You need to be okay with knowing that you only doubled. And I, it's like the numbers game. Like I only made $10. Yeah, we only paid three. So, right. You know, that's I mean, really that, what it comes down to is you need to, yes. you need to just forget everything that we look at when it comes to selling in our own Poshmark closets or eBay stores. And it's just, business. it's a completely different strategy. Mm-hmm. And you have to look at it that way. So, I mean, at this point, some of the stuff I don't even remember what my cost of goods is. I mean, I can look back, but, um, yeah. but yeah, that would, that would be interesting. All right. That's your okay. game. Game moving plan. on, Love moving it. on. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you everyone for sticking with us here. Right. Um, all right. Which one do you want to go with next? You want to go back up to the top? Um, yes, because this was one of the brands that ironically I sold this week. Tory right. Birch. Tory Birch. Yes. Clothing. Specifically the clothing because yes. shoes and handbags seem to do the best for both of us. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Tory Birch shoes. I get so excited. Tory Birch handbags. They have a following, people want them, and they have the best resale value, in my opinion. Tory mm-hmm. Birch shoes and handbags are the best, and maybe accessories too. I've never sold accessories, but I'm sure there's the sunglasses. best within the brand, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure sunglasses do well. Um, but for clothing, I just cannot move it. Um, again, a couple of years ago, I felt like I won a million dollars when I found a Tory Burch shirt or a pair mm-hmm. of jeans or a dress. I felt like it was, you know, the best day of my life. And um, now I think twice about it. I really look at the label. If it's the old orange label, I'm not grabbing it unless it's a very unique piece. Um, I don't know. It's another brand that I end up sending to the real real if it's just doesn't move for me. Do I still pick it up? Yes, because I just like it's to punish still, myself. Yeah, it's still that <laughs> yeah. tier, exactly. you know, that 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 gets you excited a little bit. So I picked up two Tory Burch shirts this week at my favorite shop that you've been to with me. And um, they were just regular priced, $5.99. And then my average cost of goods, because I, you know, you get the, 50, the $5 yeah. off every 50 my average cost of goods was $4.66. Okay. So, um, and this particular one was navy blue, heavily, heavily beaded. It had like a, like, you know, you could tie it around your neck, like these two strings that hung okay. all beaded. But on one side, the beading was off about an inch. Um, retailed for $170. I listed it for $68. It was sold at Nordstrom Rack. So there were a few already listed. And it sold in a bundle this week. Um, and they got a 15% off. Like they just... It, it, it was, you know, it was someone's 50th birthday and I think she, she follows my channel or something. And so she, she put a substantial bundle together. That is rare for me though, um, because I do have other Tory shirts, tops that have sat for a while, but this was a, a pretty cool piece. Um, I wasn't expecting it to go so fast, but I have a second one that, you know, it, I just listed it this week. 
Yeah. It's just one of those brands where I think everyone, if you're a newer reseller, you get really excited to find and you think that it's something that you should be picking up all the time. And, and I think the moral of the story of just today's episode in general is know what categories sell for you, know what categories sell well for the brand. Um, and just kind of maybe Tory Burch sells really well for you. And yeah. that's totally possible. But for this me, this could also be for people kind of like the show me your moo was for me, like maybe they don't care. Maybe it's like, you know what, for eight or $10, even I'm going to try it because I've never found Tory Burch. So I'm going to pick this up and I'm going to see how it does because maybe it will drive traffic to my closet. Even if it's not, if somebody just types in Tory Burch in general, maybe right. that will get more eyes on my closet. Like who knows, you know, you, you want, you do want to try stuff. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, I um, like Tory Burch dresses over the blouses and the pants. Pants I have a really hard time with in general, but... Yeah, they're hard in general. Um, But Tory Burch dresses, I feel like I've had more luck with than blouses. I did sell one blouse on Tradesy. Um, hmm. That was Tory Burch but that was it on Poshmark. I think I've sold a couple, but they were like, I ended up marking them down to $25. Yeah. I mean that, and that's what kills you. It's like that $25 things. Like when I think, you know, I, I have sold Mosimo for $25. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have sold, you know, I've sold H and M and forever 21 at $25. Yeah. So it, it just mm-hmm. absolutely destroys me to get so excited over some of these brands and have them sell for the same price as Kohl's brands. Like I just, my brain can't process it, but it's just a reality. And I mean, I think another thing is like we say with some of the mall brands, I did a little reel on mall brands last week. Cause my closet was d- like really quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, this weekend was good, but last week and the week before just really quiet. And, um, it was a weekend of $20 mall brand sales that saved me because that's all that was selling. And if, if I didn't have them available in my closet, I would have had like no sales. Yeah. And instead I had, you know, 15, $20 sales or 18 to $25 sales. So, and that's the frustration. Cause you look at these brands, you know what they retail for, you know, that they're relatively rare to find. And then you get so excited and it's just so frustrating when they sit and everybody experiences it. Yeah, I yeah. agree. The next brand is going to be similar. Do you have something else to say? Sorry, Lori. No, I'm, I think I'm moving along with you. Okay. Rebecca Minkoff? Yeah. Is that where yeah. you're going? Yeah. It's the same thing as Tory Burch. Clothing, I have had zero luck selling and I've sent it into the real real because I can't move it to save my life. But their shoes and the handbags, Rebecca Minkoff, especially the handbags. Handbags. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I've ever found clothing for Rebecca Minkoff. I have. Ever. I've found jeans. and Rebecca I've- Taylor. Yes. Rebecca Minkoff. Who's never. also on the list. Yeah. Yeah. She's <laughs> definitely on the list. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have found some Rebecca Minkoff clothing pieces. They're not as you know, easy to come by, but I have found them and they just, they just don't have a following. I, I think she's just known 
for her shoes and her handbags. Like that is what she- Yeah, and specifically, is it the the morning after bag, the MAB bag? Um, I found that and I paid up for it and I just loved it. And it was red. So it was a little risky because, you know, red, I loved, I loved this bag, but I, I believed in it and I paid like 16 or $18 and it sold for me and it, and I made a decent profit. I probably sold 40, 50 ish. I want to say bad. maybe a little higher. Um, and I just found one same store. It, it was like a nice olive green, beautiful. Like I saw it from the cro- across the room and I just, it wasn't her MAB bag, but I, th- I think that's what it is. The MAB bag. I might be off with that. Um, but it was, uh, I could just tell by the hardware, it was something nice. It has a very distinct, Rebecca Minkoff bags have a very distinct look with their chains and their mm-hmm. um, little locking system that they mm-hmm. have in the bag. There's just a very distinct look to them. You can also tell when it's one of her tote bags, because it always has like some type of fringe or something on it, mm-hmm. on the zipper, um, the logo's right in the front. So, and her leather's really good. The, yes, the leather is just in the suede. It's so soft. It's, it's wonderful quality. Um, so I would say clothing, overrated shoes, handbags, pick them up. Pick them <laughs> like up. you need those. Those are a bolo 100%. Yeah. And same thing. Kate Spade's next. Uh, <laughs> Kate Spade, I think is one of the most frustrating for me. Same. I, because I get so excited to find it. I love Kate Spade. Personally, I love Kate Spade. I love the handbags. I love, I think their handbags are just, they have created such classic styles. Um, as of late, they're mimicking a lot of like what the luxury brands are doing. They have a lot of quilted styles, you know, a lot of the soft buttery leathers and all of that. Mm-hmm. They're definitely mimicking what you're seeing in like a, a YSL or a Chanel and that they, all brands do this, right? They all kind of mimic. Right. Um, their clothing, their dresses, their jackets, they're beautiful. The construction of it is just wonderful. And it just does. And it's like a preppy, classy brand, which you love. Yes. Very preppy, very classy, very New England, 100% very New England. Yeah. And it doesn't move. Like Mm. it is like, I have to beg people to take it out of my closet. Mm. Um, A lot of it, again, ends up going to the real, real for me. I hate to say it, but I have three dresses that I'm holding on to because I just think they're so beautiful and I should probably put them on tradesy and I'm crossing my fingers that maybe putting it on tradesy will be, you know, will help me sell it. Cause I just don't want to send it in because I just, there's some pieces I just love too much that I can't send in yeah, and, and just get such a small payout. It's yeah. hard. I mean, I have a blazer. I was, it's got the brick background. So I know it's, it's very old. Um, it's sold for $35. I had it for a long time a wristlet for 35, a nylon bag for 55, a really pretty uh, pebble bag for 40, like 40 bucks for a Kate Spade bag. Like it's Which so retail for a lot, even at the outlet. So the Kate Spade outlet near us, you're yes. still paying one, $200 for those bags. I mean, they're not even at the outlet, they're not cheap. Ironically, my best Kate Spade sale was a vintage Kate Spade orange rust corduroy tote bag that I found at the bins interesting sold for $78 wow That's my gonna, top sale up right now it is old see. stuff it is old oh and it looks like a pebbled leather for 80 bucks um let's see I pick up their nightgowns I've sold Kate oh. Spade nightgowns one one for 25 one for 35 it's kind of like the um vineyard vines holiday lounge pants okay the Kate Spade nightgown nightgowns um are fun because they always have some sort of thing oh actually my best oh this is a fun sale my best Kate Spade sale was the no sleep till Brooklyn 
bracelet. Oh yeah, yeah, the bracelet. That is your best Kate Spade sale. Hundred bucks. I have a, a best and a worst. So my, and I'm, I'm going to say average selling price for Kate Spade for me, whether it's a, a dress or shoes, is about forty dollars. That's that's about sounds the about right. Yeah. Um, I sold. Remember when we went to Maine and Mira gave me a bunch of bags to sell. Yes. Okay. So Mira gave me a Kate Spade. Um, you can see it here. This blue polka oh, yeah. dot tote bag. It is it my like best. Kissimmee blue. Yes. $85. That's great. 85. And that is not like that. That is not the norm. <laughs> I'm going to throw that right. out there. So my cost of goods was zero for this because Mira gave it to me. Um, she handed me a bunch of bags to sell and they needed some, some work. I ended up cleaning them and whatnot, but $85. But most of my bags that are Kate Spade, 40, I've stopped picking them up. 40, 35, 25, wallet for 25, another bag, yeah. for 43. Um, I mean, I'll sell Fossil for more than that. Right. Um, Kate Spade um, and Ked's collaboration, $15 for the sneakers. Oh. Kate Spade, cork wedges, 40. Dresses, two dresses that I've sold that were beautiful and I thought they were going to go for at least 80, only went for 50. Um, so, I mean, it's not awful. I'm not saying like the, their decent, um, return on investment here, but it's just, I just can't do it anymore. Yeah. It's a frustrating brand. It is extremely frustrating. It is. And Mark Jacobs saying, oh, yeah, Mark by Mark Jacobs and Mark Jacobs, both of them. I don't care. I actually passed on a Mark Jacobs dress yesterday, um, when I was out thrifting it mostly because it was just a simple like sleeveless black jersey knit type dress and because I knew it was just going to sit and then if I sent it to the real real I might get I don't know 16 or 20 bucks for it because they're not going to list it for a lot right so- and these and these are also brands we should talk about that are typically marked up in thrift stores yes. I think by now most thrift stores know Kate Spade yes. they know Rebecca Minkoff Yep. No Tory Birch. Maybe not things like one teaspoon. Yeah, they wouldn't really know that. They wouldn't know that necessarily. Or maybe Rag and Bone. I don't know. But but you know, some of these brands they know. So that they're also getting marked up. So that's that that's part of the frustration. Like the Tory Birch shirts that I picked up were not marked up. So those were an easy pickup for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know who processed that rack, but it was great because nothing it worked out in your favor. So yeah, it did. Um, so so the next category we can talk about, and I feel like these two brands are always mentioned together and that's theory and Vince. Yeah. I actually put a pair of Vince boots and I loved how you swiped up in my DM. You're like, I personally would buy them Yeah, those boots. And they, and I was really close to buying them. The only reason, so I, I found some, they were, they were not, they had the tag on the bottom for $149, but Savers had them marked at $29.99. I had a 30% off coupon and they were beautiful leather boots from Vince. And I think Vince is a little, I feel like Vince is, has a little bit of an edge over theory. Would you agree? Yeah, I think that um, when it comes to Vince, I'm only picking up Vince um, shoes unless it's a pair of Vince leather pants or a leather jacket, like anything leather when it comes to clothing, I'm going to pick up for Vince mm-hmm. um, and for theory as well. Those two, if it's a leather blazer, leather moto jacket, leather pants, they're going to sell for those brands. Um, otherwise, Theory for me is like, no, I'm done with you. I yeah. am. I, I just, I don't pick it. And here there I is am. another brand I bought this week sold. This so week. Rare, I'm rare. This. And yesterday I bought a theory sweater only because of the style of it. And it was 99 cents. That's the only reason why I got it. Um, 
but for Vince, I really like Vince shoes and I think they have a following and I think people like them. And I personally own a, two pairs of Vince shoes and I love them. So mm-hmm. um, I'm a little biased, I guess, when it comes to Vince because I really like their shoes. But I do think in terms of clothing, it's overrated as I think theory clothing is overrated. And yet I still pick it up sometimes. I mean, but I'm looking at my theory me. sales. My average sale on a theory item is about 30 $35, which isn't bad. No, but it's, you know, and again, here we are. We have, have leather pants thing. that have been sitting forever. Just really? Yeah, forever. Huh. All right. So I, my theory sales are minimal because I just don't have good luck with it. I sold a theory dress for $50, a denim dress. Um, mm-hmm. And I sold a pair of theory velvet wide leg pants that I knew were going to do well just based off of the style of them for 78 everything else is between 15 and 25 dollars and I only have one two three four five six seven eight pieces that I've sold in my two years two and a half years of reselling because I just know it doesn't do well so yeah I don't even have eight pieces but like one of the the first theory things that I sold was a wool blazer New with tag, it had a $390 price tag on it and it sold for $55, you know? And then uh, another new with tag blouse, silk cotton blend, a $225 price tag, it sold for $35. These are new with tag items. Like just, just this week sold a dress for $22. It was like one I've had forever. And yep. then the sweater um, I listed for 48 and it went in that bundle. So she got a 15% off. But I also think the other common strand thing between Vince and Theory is that they are basics for the most part. They, they don't really jump off the screen at you when you're photographing them. Mm-hmm. They're just basics. So they don't necessarily present, they don't have that wow factor that right. certain patterns have um, for reselling. Like sometimes I'll just pick things up just because they'll photograph well. And sometimes I'll pass on things just because they won't photograph well, like black pants. Like I do the same thing. The bane of my existence. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have, I like to check out the pants section, but I get very frustrated by it. And I end up like bypassing all the racks. I'm like, I can't do this. It's yeah, they're just, so tedious to go it through. Is. It's a lot. But if you have the patience to go through pants, because nobody likes to go through, I shouldn't say nobody, but most people I talk to, pants are not their favorite things to search. I know you have, you know, the value in looking through pants. So I think that you have the patience to go through them sometimes yeah. and it pays off. Yeah. Um, but most people, so you really do find a lot of gems. You can, you can find some amazing brands in the pants section and the skirt section because those two sections no one really goes through no um everyone tends to bypass them so I I try to make it a point especially if I'm in a store and I know there's a lot of resellers in the store those are the first two spots I'll go to because I know that they're not looking in those areas and they've already maybe they're already in jeans or they're already in another yeah like jeans I find are the most picked over things because you you have resellers you also have teenagers that are always looking for jeans I mean everybody wears jeans you know so I feel like the jeans especially at my savers nearby framingham i have much better luck with jeans my local savers i don't even bother looking through jeans anymore because they're just <laughs> that's why i have all those <laughs> jeans that are sitting in my closet right um all I right mention one thing for vince there's sure. one vince style of sweater that has sold me twice at 85 dollars wow. it's called the vince funnel neck pullover um i will show you a, I can't show you guys a picture but I'm gonna show Lori a picture and it's very like it's just it's just beautiful like this oh, is gorgeous it's a beautiful sweater it's a 
funnel neck. So, I mean, I wouldn't even say it's really funnel. It's just, it's like a high neckline, but I don't. Yeah. It almost know. reminds me of like the J crew, like if it, the roll neck without yeah, the yeah, roll, yeah. but it's yep. that, it's about that look, you know? Um, and it's cashmere and I, I bought it new at tag. Um, it retailed for $385. It got marked down to 149. I think I got it at Savers for $10 or $11. Wow. Um, and it had a ton of interest on it. It had over 30 likes on it. And then wow. it's sold for full asking price at 85. Um, so I do think there are certain pieces like a cashmere piece that maybe is very current that you can find, right. which again, not always the most common thing to happen. Right, right. Um, but that would just, you know, I sold it twice because I happened to find it twice. That's but exciting. That. And once you're, once you're in tune with that, I think um, our friend Jill, mm -hmm. there's an AG there's a AG brand style, yeah, that she style jean that she picks up all the time and she loves it. And I consider Jill, like, she's a great reference for mm -hmm. someone who knows her stuff. Mm -hmm. And she picks up this AG brand all the time because it sells for her, but it's like the only style she'll pick up. I don't even know which one it is. The Farrah? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I, I think should just text her and ask her right now. And I'm sure she'll tell us. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's good to know what is hot within a brand. Okay, next up. Aster, the label. I never, I never, ever picked that up. I've picked it up three times over the last year because people always talked about it. And I was like, I don't know. Let me try it. Why? I, I can't move it. I don't, I don't know. What is it? I don't, I mean, what, what are they known it's for? It's a Nordstrom oh, thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I've seen it. And I don't know, maybe it's like for young teeny boppers and that's, you know, and, and that's why it sells for some people. I, both pieces I sold for one for 20, one for 25, and I have two still sitting in my closet and I'm all set with it. I'm mm -hmm. just waiting for, to me for, um, throw it up to allow me to get a bag so I can throw it in a bag. And huh, yeah. It up. What about Lily Pulitzer? I, oh, this brand hurts my soul. Um, I love some of the designs of the dresses and stuff. A, it's too expensive in our thrift stores and I just don't get it for that reason. Mm -hmm. And B, I feel like it just, just sits for me. It's so funny. Cause I, I recently went to the vineyard with some friends and one of the women I was with, like, that was the store she wanted to go into. Like, that's what she was looking yeah. for. Yeah. I think, um, I get like seasonal, moods with mm. Pulitzer and Vineyard Vines. I think those are two brands that seem to sit for me a lot in the winter months, but it just, you know, Cape Cod, Martha's Vineyard. Now those are two brands we find all the time in New England. Yeah. Maybe I that's do. why. Maybe it's like, I'm just, we see it all the time and our thrift stores know what it is. Like I've seen Lily dresses in a thrift store for $29.99. Yeah. Like old. I yeah, yeah. Savers. Um, I remember finding like a slew, like four of them together and they were all $16.99 at Savers. But I, I had the 30% off and I picked a couple up and I mean, I sold them. So I, I don't know. I am, I guess I would say that I, and then Angie's friend who just dropped off all that free yeah, stuff. She, she had some Lily. She had a bunch of Lily in it. Um, and I, I got an offer on one that I countered on because there, there just weren't many of it available. It was like a newer piece. Um, and there's been a ton of interest on it. So I think with Lily, it's really, um, you have to get the current stuff. You have to get yeah. the, you know, I don't know. 
for me, it's I pass on it more than I pick it up. I'll say Don't that say. I pass on it more than I pick it up, but I wouldn't say that it's like a, I'm never picking it up brand. I tend to bypass it unless it's like, I don't know. It's got to be something special for me. Oh, I actually, I, I sold a pair of Lily. Um, they were Angelina's full price. Um, they were the Walsh. I don't know if you can, oh, let me see if I can get this picture up for you, Daniela. Oh boy. Just oh yeah, those, yeah, yeah. Those, those shorts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like a, they're like a Paisley pattern. Um, they sold for full price for $38. I was shocked by that though. Extremely shocked. Um, they have those scalloped hem shorts that I always see at Plato's closet when I go there, um, which they have them marked up to like $18, $20. So I couldn't pick them up even if I wanted to try to sell them. I did sell a pair of those last summer, like immediately for $55 or $60. Um, maybe it was because the style, the the design on it was like a retired design. So I don't know if that's something to do with it. Maybe it was sought after. I don't know. Um, mm. I forget what those are called what those shorts are called with the scallop pretty quickly for 38 um let's see if i can pull them up yeah, i i don't have a ton of lily um and i i have four dresses that haven't sold two that have been available for a long time two are um abby's the ones she gave me but yeah. i don't know i can't oh wait maybe they're in this bundle i don't know I don't know. I can't find them. Maybe I, maybe I sell them on eBay and not Poshmark. That's totally mm. possible as well. Yeah, but that's a brand, and I feel like we've we've talked about Lily before. You it's know, the, it's the Farrah jeans. Oh, right? the Farrah. She messaged yeah. you. Thank yeah. you, Jill. <laughs> so um, I, I want to keep that in mind because, and yeah. I I don't know if it's like a high rise or what. But all right, two more brands. I don't know. Oh, we can go back to a couple other ones. I I wrote DVF. Uh, Diane Von Furstenberg. I, I really struggle with her stuff. I just um, featured in Cape Cod a pair of amazing shoes that I picked up and I'm hoping they do okay, but I've already had them listed for a bit. Her stuff just sits for me and sits and sits and sits. Same. Same. How do, you, do you have luck with it at the real real? Yeah, it will sell there. Yeah. I can't guarantee you that it's going to sell at a high dollar amount. Some of it does and some doesn't. I don't know. I think it depends on who's pricing it. You know, I think a lot of it, it's just like anywhere else, you know, mm -hmm. it's whoever is opening your box, whoever's the pricing manager at that point in time. Um, I've sold some, um, Tory Burch, listen to me, DVF that is, that has sold for 200 and I've sold some for 50. It wow. just depends on the style. I mean, I there's really, I can't different. say that it's one of those brands that's always going to sell at a high amount. Um, cause it just varies. I, I do think that their wrap dresses are easier that's to sell. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, that's the easiest thing to sell yourself. Everything else, it just kind of sits. Yeah. Which hurts my, like another one, another one that hurts hurts my soul because yeah. I love Imagine. all the stuff. Yeah, yeah, it would be so nice if it moved. And for me, Alice and Olivia. But I think I have three pieces I've never sold. I'm 0 for 3 on Alice and Olivia. Same. And, um, but- I will say that all of my stuff is priced like north of $70, like between 70 and 90. So is it the new tag or the old tag? I wouldn't know. Mm. I think the blue tag is the old one. I think one is orange. One is a blazer. It has more likes <laughs> and I have sent out offers 30% off as low as 70 with like free shipping. I think I have it marked at a hundred. I might, I might've marked it down. Um, 
But again, this is where I get stuck with um, purchasing stuff at buy, sell, trade or higher end. Like I think I paid 15 for this blazer because it was one of those, oh, it's Alice and Olivia and this should sell. And it's, it has just sat for me. I would have been better off buying an LL Bean fleece. Right. And, and making joking. your money fast. Okay. Wait, I have, I have an idea for us, Lori. All these brands that we're mentioning mm-hmm. are brands that we could probably sell on Tradesy. So why don't we go through our closet and do an experiment and cross post all of these brands that we're mentioning to Tradesy and see what happens. I mean, I guess I could. Tradesy's on Vendu. It is. So I've never listed a single thing and you just ship from your house. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's do it. Let's like, we'll say so all of these, like basically mostly all of these yep. that we've listed. Yep. Yeah. Right. And we'll post it on there before we do anything else with it. Right. Like you can mark it down on Poshmark if you want and see if that helps, but we'll take this list and we'll give it, I don't know, two months. Mm-hmm. I think two months is fair and see if we can move it on Tradesy and then report back. Yeah. Cause you know what? Mercari is not doing anything for me. Oh yeah. I, I think I deactivated everything the other day. Cause I was like, I think I'm going to, I, I just like, I've gotten, I've missed a few offers over there. Um, and they weren't terrible, but in general, it's just, yeah, it's like, quiet. and I got real excited when I was on my like cross posting spree. Um, and I was doing everything. Um, well, not everything, but a lot over there as well as eBay. Mm-hmm. And it's just not I mean, if you give eBay love, you feel the love on eBay, yeah. but I was given Mercari love and not feeling much at all. So I don't know what's up. I don't know what's up. I just don't think it's a, it's a marketplace that's worth my time. Yeah. Right and that's fine. Right. That's- yeah. I, I'm going to start doing more over on Facebook marketplace just to give it a try. Yeah. People have some really great luck with that. Too. Yeah. That that's, I think that's something that could be a wild ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think we should do that. I think we should experiment and put these brands that we're saying we're having trouble with on Tradesy and see what happens. And Tradesy has that sliding scale thing too. So you can see like what, you know, suggested pricing is, which I don't always follow. Just like on Poshmark, I don't really follow the suggested pricing. Sometimes it's on point, but sometimes it's a lot lower than what I would price it at. Um, And they also like automatically always have a 20% sale going on in your closet. So you kind of have to put that, you know, you always have to think about that hmm. when you're listing. Yeah. Like, okay, well, they're going to do 20% off. So I need to price it a little bit higher. The shipping's more expensive on Tradesy. Um, can you ship on your own? Can you do pirate? You can ship, no, you ship on your own. Well, uh, actually, no. I don't know if you can. Maybe. Mm, I don't know. I've only sold a couple things on there and they've always given me a label. Okay. I don't know. But that, that I think it could be a good experiment just to see if maybe going to a different marketplace will help these, will help these brands sell. Yeah. Tradesy's just not um, something that's on my mind a lot. In fact, I was, when I was, when I was researching the boy bag, I'm like, I should look at Tradesy. I never look at Tradesy. Like it's such an afterthought for me. Mm -hmm. But, um, and then when I was researching, I sold this Michael Kors silk leopard poncho in that same bundle with the um, Tory Burch. And I was ready to price it at like $40 and it was made in Italy, Michael Kors. Oh yeah, so, yep. Mm-hmm. And so the one comp I found was on Tradesy and it sold for $195. Wow. But I think it was new. So I priced mine at 90, but I mean, that's literally double what I thought I was going to price it at. Right. And that also went in that bundle. So 15% off a of 90 and it sold in a day. That's so cool. like, I was like, man, Michael Kors showing up. That's all Daniela too. Yeah. 
Michael you. Kors made in Italy. Do not pass that up no matter what. Yes. No, made in Italy is your sure sign. So yeah. you need to keep that. <laughs> I, I wanted to wear it. It was beautiful. It was so my style. It, it sold in a day. I was sad. I mean, I wasn't sad, but you yeah. know. I mean, sad for a moment and then for money. A moment. And then, then the money. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. That was a fun conversation. Yes, I agree. And hopefully, I mean, you might disagree with everything we just said, which is fine. It's okay. <laughs> um, but that's why, that's why I encourage you in the intro. Like I, I would love to see yeah. what you agree with, disagree with, or if there's, I, I'm curious more in the um, underrated brands than I am the overrated brands. Like I want to know like what brands are working yeah. for people that I may not have um, that, that may be overlooked, or maybe we'll just feel better if people agree with us that some of these <laughs> they struggle with. I think people will agree with most of what we said. Um, Cause I feel like we always hear the same kind of, you know, yeah. I don't know, story from other people, but I don't know. We'll see. It'll be interesting. You might be listening and thinking you guys are crazy. This brand sells really well for me and that's fine. That's awesome. I'm glad. That's Let awesome. Me, like get a little, get a little love from you. Yeah. Get the good luck charm, but yeah, right. Yeah, every closet's different and you, whether or not you think your closet is curated or you have a specific customer, I think over time, just, just based on who you are, what you pick up, where you live, what your budget is, how much you spend on reselling and what you spend on your inventory, it kind of shapes your closet and who's yeah. shopping from you. And and it just is what it is, whether you think it does or not. That's I, my opinion. I agree. Cause it's just like any retail store, any yeah. boutique, it works the same way. Whatever, whatever you're spending on your inventory, whatever type of items that it is that you're selling is going to gauge the type of clientele theoretically that will shop your store. Right. Like I always say, I'm a little more boho. You're a little more classic. I probably sell a little bit more free people and you probably sell a little bit more what? I don't know. Classy things. Yeah. <laughs> Anything classy. <laughs> I sell more of like the, um, the Everlane, the, I feel like the things that I wear, like yes. I sell more of the Everlane, the Madewell, the Lululemon, like the, 30, 40 year old who wants to dress nice, but then also wants to be in leggings all the time. Like that's yeah, I sell a lot of those too. Everlane was very close to making my overrated list. I just want you to that, know. That breaks my heart. I know. And that's why it's not on my list, but I mean. <laughs> but but that would be a close. fair point for you. It is a little more overrated where for me, I still have luck with it, but that could change. No. And I mean, it's not, it's not everything like some stuff still does sell, but I also would put Everlane in that theory. I feel like it's yeah. going to go by the way of theory and Vince over time where it's a very basic brand and it's, and they're not super overpriced to begin with. Like, right. I feel like the price tag on some of Vince stuff is so expensive where Everlane, if I'm trying to sell, I mean, their cashmere and stuff. Yes more expensive or their shoes, their mm -hmm. leather glove shoes or whatever they're called that are pretty the popular. The day heel, the glove, all those. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like your basics for them. Yeah. I've passed on basics. I've pay passed on t-shirts and stuff. But I still get excited when I find it. Yes. Cause it's I one do. of those brands like, Oh, it's in the thrift store. It's one of those brands. Yeah. We will end on that note. Everybody. Yeah. We will end there. Um, <laughs> if you guys are not a part of our Patreon family, we just want to throw it out there. If you want access to exclusive content, monthly Zoom meetups, which are so much fun, just throwing that out there. So much fun to connect with everyone. Um, and just be a part of a Thrifters Villa community to connect with other people who are like-minded. Check out the link in the show notes. Totally $5 a month. You get a lot of love for $5 a month. Yeah, you do get a lot of love. Yeah, yeah. We, work, we work hard at it. We do. So if you want to join us, 
feel free. There's a link in the bio. If not, well, that's fine too. You can just listen right. to us every week. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us at the table. Yeah. Have a wonderful week. Have a great week. Bye. Bye, Daniela. Bye, love.